This is Adventure Nannies On Air. Hi, Brandy. Hello, Shenandoah. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm about to feel a lot better after I listen to your amazing conversation about how to stay healthy while living someone else's life. Uh, Yes, you will. (laughs) Who'd you talk to? I talked to Sarah Rubin, who is a nutritionist that I recently hired. I hired her while I was pregnant with Lenny to, or with Lenny, wow, with our new baby, (laughs) not Lenny, (laughs) to discuss nutrition. I was kind of headed towards gestational diabetes zone and eating like a college student like good times every (laughs) night and it really affected me and it's bizarre my fingers were swollen I was basically on the inflammation diet if there was such a thing and I feel a thousand times better and then was just kind of reflecting on as you know how hard it is to be healthy in someone else's house yeah it's hard to be healthy in your own house Apparently it is for me. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And just to give our listeners a little bit of background on Sarah Rubin, she is a registered dietitian, nutritionist, wellness expert, and women's health advocate. She founded Rooted Wellness, which is her nutrition counseling practice, and it's dedicated to maternal and family health. And she supports clients in everything from preconception nutrition to fertility to PCOS to prenatal and postpartum health. She also has a master's degree in clinical nutrition and dietetics from New York University, and she also does wellness seminars, group education, and is a nationally recognized contributor to media outlets such as Self Magazine, Cosmopolitan Magazine, New York Magazine, and Business Insider. And she's a founding advisory board member of Robin, which is a maternal wellness resource, Yeah, not the amazing Swedish pop singer. It's different. <laughs> shockingly different yeah and keep listening to this because at the end she also is so sweet and offers a little discount on her services to our listeners so oh fantastic enjoy so hello sarah rubin thank you so much for being on our podcast today thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to talk with you I am very excited to talk to you i've been thinking about how valuable this information would be to our nannies Ever since we started our relationship, so I am currently pregnant at the time of recording this, and I was kind of going down this dark path of COVID-19. Everyone's (laughs) just like not exercising and eating a lot, and my family was living with me, so I started just like, I the way I ate really drastically changed, and I didn't even realize it until suddenly I was on my road to gestational diabetes, <laughs> um, which I didn't end up getting, thankfully. But um, I was Googling, scouring the internet, and I came across Rooted Wellness. I think I found you actually on another person's blog post about mm-hmm. like things I knew I should have known about prenatal nutrition. And then you helped me get back on track in a big way. I can't thank you enough. And it completely changed the way I feel most importantly. And then, yeah, we we were recording this podcast. And just as someone who was a nanny for a long time, over a decade myself, and I have a nanny, I know it's a lot of what we talked about was kind of 
you know, with my my in-laws living with me, suddenly I had other people's diets that were dictating mine. And that's yeah. what all of our listeners deal with is working in someone's home. So yeah, it can be really challenging. Yeah, yeah. So Sarah, before we launch into that topic, can you give our listeners a little background of what brought you to nutrition and, and some of your beliefs? Yeah. Well, I was an athlete my whole life. And so as part of that, nutrition was very important. And working after I went into into the workforce after the recession, doing nonprofit work and quickly realized that this blog that I was writing about healthy living on the side was really my main passion. So I went back to school and got my master's at NYU and got into the field. And I always really... um, I always thought beforehand that I would be a teacher, but one of the things that I love about this job is that I really feel like I get to do that too. So working with moms and families and women going through fertility issues and so much of what I do is really food therapy. So really seeing like what the the barriers are to success and how we can work together to remove those barriers so people can live their healthiest lives. And um, as a mom myself, I have two young kids. I have my son's five and my daughter's two. And so I'm fully in the thick of it. Um, And we also have a wonderful nanny. So I I get all of those issues as well. And yeah, I mean, I just love empowering women and families to be healthy and to help lift each other up. Yeah, I so appreciate that. And I know when we were talking to, I had one of the things that was kind of bringing me down shamefully was just that I had already exceeded, like I can't wear my pregnancy clothes that I wore during the last pregnancy. I just gained so much more weight, but it was a nice reminder that you gave me to that like skinny doesn't mean healthy per se. And I was really grateful because beyond just like, you know, not getting gestational diabetes and I didn't want to continue this, sharp trajectory I was on but most importantly it made me feel so much better I have not been more productive than any other time in the pregnancy until I started eating well so well I'm glad I think that's just an important thing to mention too because every time I heard the word dietitian before this or nutritionist I was like oh they're just trying to get people to be skinny and that's not at all (laughs) what, what the goal was for us so I appreciated that approach No, I I really believe in like health at every size. And we put so much pressure on ourselves, especially when you're pregnant. Like we get enough pressure from the outside world. The least thing that you need is feeling pressure internally. And so for me, I really try to be like a calm guiding force to help help you get on a better path. And um, Brandy, I've had so much fun working with you too. So that's been (laughs) great too. Me too. (laughs) I can't wait till we can go back to New York and travel and I can see you in person someday. I know, I know. (laughs) Yeah, um, well, great. So the main reason, the thing that, the advice you gave me that made me think our listeners would love to hear from you is you gave me a list of things to focus on while traveling that I thought were super applicable to nannies living in another person's home. And maybe I'll just let you share some of those tips, but... I've always kind of felt like I was at the mercy of whatever city I was in when we're traveling, just like nannies are at the mercy of whoever's home they're working in. Yeah, totally. And yeah, can you take it from here and give us some of your expert tips on that? Oh my goodness. Well, 
I, I do feel like nannies have a tough job in terms of staying healthy um, for more than one reason. I mean, you're definitely beholden to an, another family's traditions and foods and all those things. And it's not always easy to to say, you know, to make your needs known yeah. in a respectful way, you know, so that's a, that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I would say what I really try to convey, what, what I want to convey to other nannies is that like you are the role model for so many kids too. So being healthy not only benefits you and your productivity, but also will benefit kids and their ability to learn healthy habits. Um, Kids are really, they're such sponges. They really do want to be like us. My kids, for example, my husband, I love working out. We're super active. And my son wants to work out like mommy and daddy all the time. And we'll be in the play, play gym and just, you know, doing jumping jacks and fun stuff like that. So I feel like there's, it's a way that you can positively influence the kids too. But I would say some of some of my specific tips, um, one of the big ones that we've talked about, Brandy, is trying to nail your breakfast. So breakfast yeah. is often the easiest meal to get right. So even if you're at a hotel, you can always get eggs, like an egg omelet with veggies in it or um, whole wheat toast. Or even, you know, most, I mean, I don't know many families who don't have eggs in the house. That's a really easy one. Yeah. Um, and depending on your situation, if you work with, you know, if your family has an open cupboard policy or you bring in your own food, that's a really easy thing to take. So trying to start your day with something that has protein, like an egg or nut butter, um, and then also fiber, so in the form of fruits and veggies. So even if, you know, you need a quick snack in between, an apple with peanut butter or nut butter, assuming there's no nut allergies in there, is always a good option too. And then easy things like whole grain cereal. So bringing like to-go oatmeal packets with you, nuts or seeds, like hemp seeds. They now do even like hemp seeds packets to go, which is super helpful. Yeah. And we have so many more convenient foods now that are healthy, which is a really great option, especially when you're on the go or traveling. And those are really easy things. So adding nut butter or hemp parts to yogurt or smoothies or oatmeal that's a really easy way to work in more healthy fat that will help keep you full so that's breakfast is a really easy one and it also gives you energy for your demanding job so yeah and it's oh so demanding <laughs> it is it is so yeah. demanding taking care of yeah. kids all day long is is it's not exhausting. an easy one it's exhausting so yeah I, and you know, one of the things I say also to my own nanny, because sometimes she'll go for hours without eating. And I'm like, you got to sit down, put your feet up for a minute, like try to eat every three to four hours. No one wants you getting hangry or like lightheaded. And, you know, when the kids are sitting down for a snack, that's a great time to also have a snack. You know, you can eat Mm -hmm. when the kids eat too. And that's also being a, a good role model for them as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was huge advice for us because we got on to a well, my brother-in-law, he's a vegetarian and loves pasta. And then my sister-in-law has like a thyroid issue where she can just house junk food all day. And 
it does not affect her somehow. And I was like, let's get on this train. I'm pregnant. I that sounds awesome. Yeah. So we were just <laughs> eating a lot of simple carbs. And that advice that you gave just now of adding some kind of healthy fat to the simple carb plus fiber really changed the way I felt. And it the energy was sustained instead of just going through the day of spikes and crashes, yeah. which is what I was doing. And I think my husband will thank you for my mood stabilizing <laughs> also after this. Yeah, I mean, even things like making little healthy swaps, even with the kids, right? So a lot of, yeah. it's so easy now to get, you know, whole wheat pasta or or chickpea pasta, like Bonza or one of those brands. It's it's so easy to get your, your hands on those things, even at hotels. Like I feel like, the, you know, yeah. hotels now have gluten-free pasta or there's a lot more healthy items available. And so I think especially for the kids if if you're involved at all in in their meals which most most nannies are in some capacity you know asking your employers to pick them up mm-hmm. or even doing half and half so like half plain noodles and half whole wheat pasta so they get used to that taste if they're not used to it yet because it isn't exactly the same but right <laughs> um and also like if you put butter and cheese on something it really doesn't matter <laughs> right <laughs> not too much cheese but you know they're still kids at the end of the day. Yeah, it's delicious. It is delicious. <laughs> no, that's a great that's a great tip. And it is amazing how much it changes your mood. Can you tell us why that is? So basically the way insulin works is that when you eat a, a simple carb, your blood sugar spikes really easily because the glucose in that carb is taken up really quickly by your body. And instead of when you have something that's more complex, that takes longer for your body to break down, there's more of a longer release of the glucose. So your body has more time to absorb it and it's not Mm. absorbing it all at the same time. So when you have something with brown rice, there's um, something that we call like an endosperm, which basically means that your body is taking more time to break down that carb. So the release of glucose in that carb takes longer. And so your blood sugar doesn't spike as quickly. So that's one of the reasons why brown rice, whole wheat pastas, wild rice, whole grains of any kind, oatmeal are all so much healthier for you. Um, In addition to the fact that a lot of times when they make something white, they're stripping it of a lot of the nutrients that are in there that also are very helpful helpful for your body. So things like folate, B vitamins, all of those things are really beneficial, especially for women, for growing kids. So that's just another reason why you should really try whenever you can to get your hands on, on whole grain products. That's great. Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I... I feel like I knew it. Someone told me that before, but then it was so obvious once I started applying it, (laughs) the difference it made. That's awesome. So I was also thinking, because it's really hard. Our nannies, I know we've had in the hiring process, a lot of people won't get hired if they're like, oh, well, I have to eat X, Y, and Z things, and I, I will not touch meat, or I will not blah, 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 blah. So it's pretty hard for nannies. They have to sort of... I mean, they can come in that way. It's really hard to get a job from our experience. If you do have that, you're really lucky. Maybe you'd have more luck in New York City where you live or L.A. or any more any of the other cities. But it's, it's difficult. And I loved your advice to me where you're kind of a lot more flexible. But I mean, in terms of a ethical choice, like being a vegan, that's there's a lot less flexibility in that situation. But 
It, it was just so easy to stay healthy by adding things instead of subtracting them. Yeah. And I don't think as a boss, as a as someone who employs a nanny, I would never be mad at our nanny if she <laughs> wanted to buy bring more vegetables in the house. I would have more of a pause if she was taking something out of the house that I loved, like yeah. pasta. So no, I, re- I love that. I really believe um, as a food philosophy in, in moderation in all things and that all foods can be healthy. One of the things actually that we framed with my kids is that there's something called always foods. So always foods are foods that nourish your body and make you grow big and strong. Things that like carrots that help your eyes see better or green foods that help fight off germs. So ways, you know, when I've even I talked to my son about you know, how different colors are different superpowers. So, you know, the green foods are fighting off bacteria and germs. So we've been talking a lot about that since COVID. Yeah. And just getting the, lots of different colors in his diet. And then the other way we framed it too with is also that there's always foods and there's sometimes foods. So sometimes foods are things like cake and cookies and lollipops, things that we don't eat every day and that are not necessarily going to make us big and strong but taste good and can definitely be part of a healthy diet so i really believe in not having a neutral attitude towards food around kids because they Mm. really again like they really are a sponge and a lot of the disordered eating behavior can really begin even in early childhood so Mm. you know noticing how we talk even as adults how we talk about ourselves how we talk about food you know not using in our home we really try not to use the word fat ever mm-hmm. because I really believe like all bodies are beautiful and trying to make my kids understand that which is which is sometimes hard but yeah but yeah having a neutral attitude towards food so and that also what I found is that with my kids it doesn't give a power to certain foods so even with the foods that are sometimes foods like my kids won't be asking for cookies all the time you know, sometimes they will because they're kids. Yeah. But I, they they aren't the kind that, like, needs to eat five cookies in one sitting. Like, they'll eat a cookie and have some apple slices and be totally cool with that because of the fact that we just really haven't put any additional weight on the foods that are not as healthy. Yeah, that's so smart. And so I guess I have an application question for you. Yeah. Based on my own life. <laughs> I know when I first had Lenny, um, there's this really amazing Ellen Sattler Institute of Food. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I have. And she, yeah, so I tried to learn about feeding kids uh, as much as I could through that was my main resource. And so we've done that, like you mentioned, of just sort of giving him dinner. And at the same time, he gets whatever portion of dessert I'm going to give him every day. (laughs) And that's usually the thing he eats first. So I've created this bad habit with him where I like that you called it a someday, sometimes foods, because I'm like, he definitely expects dessert (laughs) every dinner. How would you suggest managing, making it an actual sometimes food instead of a, because it is an everyday food for us. And and part of it's because I'm pregnant and I'm like, I definitely want that box of Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) So I think one of the things that you can start trying to implement is instead of it being like Girl Scout cookies, you can try like baking healthy cookies together or doing one of the things I love to do with my kids is um, I'll like freeze a banana and I'll put it in a blender and we'll have banana nice cream, which is basically it's just banana and some coconut milk and we'll put like cinnamon on the top. And that's it feels like ice cream. It feels decadent and yummy for them but it's also healthy. And 
So trying to incorporate more fruits as desserts. I'm sure you'll probably get a little resistance at first being like, mommy, why am I not getting the cookie anymore? This is not a cookie. (laughs) But I think this is the way that we're framing it is that like these are foods that are going to be help you grow big and strong. You know, if you watch his like cars, like you're going to be fast, like Lightning McQueen, you know, things like that. I really try to like frame it in a way that they'll understand Mm -hmm. and in an age appropriate way. But I think also just involving him as much as possible in the process. So if you're making like banana, you could even do like chop up banana slices and put like a little bit of chocolate on them, like melted chocolate. So it's like a banana chocolate bite. And you can involve him that. He can like dip the banana in the chocolate and help you put it in the freezer. And frozen grapes are another one that kids really liked to that I found a lot of success with kids. So just different ways of making fruit and veggies fun rather than a chore. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's you you might have to do a little retraining there though. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think that I think we'll have like a few weeks of crying at dinner for sure, but <laughs> that's all I'll, right. I'll send you some healthy cookie recipes. How about that? <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. And we will definitely post that along with any other tips you have like totally. a kid cookbook or Things for nannies, too. I, I really want to share those travel tips because when you said nail your breakfast for me, I was like, that's exactly the best advice for, yeah. for nannies in any traveling or non-traveling situation just before work. If you get totally you start your day off right, it changes everything. It really does. And I think also, you know, recognizing like one of those things is also that it's about progress, not perfection. So I like to think about that in terms of this whole day. So, you know, if you have pizza for your lunch because you couldn't, you know, you just had what the kids were having and you couldn't figure it out or you didn't have time or you're too hungry, it's okay. You know, try to have a healthier snack. Try to get in some veggies at dinner and some good, like, healthy lean protein if you can. If you can bring food with you, if you can meal prep, if you have the energy, like on the weekend, try to do that too. I think that's, you know, having any kind of plan, even if it's just like, I'm going to roast a bunch of veggies to bring with me for the week. Um, yeah. Or simple things. It, you know, being healthy doesn't have or to be Or just bring RX bars or something. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just Or like little packets of peanut butter, things like that. Or even things that you can keep at your place of employment so mm-hmm. you know keeping those little packets of peanut butter or a couple pieces of fruit to have throughout the week stuff like that can be really helpful just to get in your servings of fruits and veggies for the day yeah and I loved also the advice because I know our nanny does that all the time also Megan where I'll realize suddenly I'm like I, haven't, I don't think Megan's eating anything today <laughs> <laughs> and I can do that as a mom too at, or at yeah. any job where you're engaged all day I think it's such a valuable piece of advice to keep eating throughout the day and yeah. make sure you're eating something that will sustain you instead of totally, totally. when I you mean, get that blood sugar crisis and you're just like alright I'm going to eat this entire pizza <laughs> I mean I really see it as as a productivity issue too like I know I really I'm sure I'm a nagging mom to my nanny I'm like you have to eat something (laughs) like sit down put your feet up but you know it's it's just so important I really feel like if we can't take care of ourselves and like mother ourselves that we can't be a good mom or caregiver to others if you're not filling if you're not filling your cup you can't fill the cup of others you know a hundred percent. I really try Put to... Put your mask on first. Yes. 
in the, yes. with the airline safety tips. Or just put the with COVID. oxygen mask on yours first. Yeah. <laughs> and with COVID, everyone has to wear a mask anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so you're good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's so true. And I, I, you know, anytime that I personally feel guilty for doing something for myself, I really try to remind myself of that too. It's just it, it, the same mm-hmm. is applicable for moms that, you know, if you aren't taking care of your needs and feeling fulfilled and feeling healthy in your body, you can't be as good of a parent or as good of a no. caregiver to others. I'm not a nice person when I have low blood sugar. <laughs> I don't think anyone is. No. I just get really quiet. I just don't talk to anyone because I'm like, I'm not going to say anything nice. I'm just going to be angry. Yeah. So <laughs> my husband always knows when I stop talking, he needs to stay That's far so away and funny. feed me. <laughs> Yeah, mine definitely carries snacks with us because I get I get wrathful. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the, the anger is sugar, real for me. I'm like, huh. yeah, especially when you're pregnant. It's, that's tough. Oh my gosh, and yeah, nursing. Oh everything. my god, the nursing is the worst anger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to you when that starts. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I appreciate it, but. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. I wish we had more time. We're keeping these bite-sized this time. And please, yeah, check out our accompanying blog posts. Sarah, you're with rootedwellness.com. Yes. Uh, You have a beautiful website, by the way. Thank you. But, yeah, if any of you are out there and want more advice, hit up Sarah. She is a life changer. It changed my life, so thank you. You're wonderful. I love working with you. And yeah, you can find me on rootedwellness.com. And also, if you are on this podcast and you want to work with me, I'm offering 15% off for all all podcast listeners. So just mention that you found me through Adventure Nannies. And uh, we'll make that happen. Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) I always feel so cool when I'm using a podcast code. (laughs) I'm like, that's right. I listen to podcasts. (laughs) I'm super cool and connected. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank thank you you for that. Thank you so much. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. For more, visit us at adventurenannies.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook. To send us love letters, questions, or ideas for future episodes, email us at podcast at adventurenannies.com. Bye.